you're considering opening a retirement account or have already been shopping for one, you've probably seen the option to open a self-directed IRA or SDIRA. This show will review what a self-directed IRA is, how it differs from a regular IRA, who might benefit from having one, and other types of self-directed retirement and medical spending accounts. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me this week. I'm Laura Adams, your host since 2008 with over 42 million downloads. I'm also a keynote speaker and founder of The Money Stack, a weekly newsletter and community helping you build your bank account on your terms. If you're a Money Stack subscriber, you'll automatically get an invitation to my next workshop. It's going to be a good one called Your Debt-Free Blueprint, How to Get Out of Debt Fast. I hope you register and join me and make this year the year you finally take control of debt, reduce stress, and make real progress reaching your financial goals. That's what this show is all about. The live workshop will be 60 minutes of jam-packed instruction on debt elimination strategies and tactics, followed up by at least 30 minutes of Q&A with me. And don't worry, if you can't attend the live workshop, everyone who registers will receive the video replay to watch anytime you like. Just visit lauradadams.com right now to subscribe to the free Money Stack newsletter, and you'll automatically receive an invitation to register for our educational community events. I'm really looking forward to it, and I hope to see you there. And another way to reach me is by leaving a voice message. Maybe you have a money question or an idea for a podcast topic, I would love to hear it. Just call 302-364-0308. While you've probably heard a lot about different types of retirement accounts, you may not be familiar with a self-directed IRA or SDIRA. This is a type of IRA where you choose investments instead of the account custodian. So typically, there is a custodian to oversee the rules and administration of the account, but the account owner of a self-directed account can make almost any investment they choose. For instance, you could own precious metals, commodities, business partnerships, cryptocurrency, private equity, real estate, or even tax liens in a self-directed retirement account. That is very, very different from a regular retirement account, which prohibits alternative investments. And it typically limits you to a conventional menu of things like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, or exchange-traded funds, and CDs. However, the IRS does forbid certain investments in self-directed retirement accounts, and they include basically three things, life insurance, collectibles, and transactions with a disqualified person, and that includes yourself. So what that means is you can't use self-directed IRA funds to buy things like antiques, art, or coins, nor can you invest in anything considered self-dealing. And self-dealing simply means you're doing business with yourself. You're kind of giving yourself an advantage. For instance, you can't lend money to yourself from a self-directed retirement account, nor can you take income from it or benefit from an asset that is inside of a self-directed retirement account in any way. In other words, 
you could not buy a property using SDIRA funds and then use it as a vacation home for part of the year. You know, you couldn't offer that property to your relatives either. But you can own rental property inside a self-directed account and rent it out to the public or, you know, rent it out on Airbnb. You just have to put all the income the property makes back into the retirement account. So there's this separation between you and that asset in the account. You're also not allowed to contribute sweat equity to any property that you might own in your self-directed retirement account, like doing maintenance and repairs. So even if you're a plumber, let's say, it's technically against the rules to fix a dripping faucet on a property that you bought with self-directed retirement funds. The idea is that saving money by doing handiwork yourself is not allowed because it's an indirect benefit that is coming to you. Another rule prohibits owning a business inside a self-directed retirement account if a close relative, like your spouse, a sibling, or child, owns more than 50% of it. You also cannot invest in any entity where you are an officer, a director, a highly compensated employee, or a 10% or more shareholder. Now, if you violate these self-dealing rules of a self-directed retirement account, the consequences are pretty steep because you can lose its entire tax status. That means you'd owe taxes on the entire account value, plus a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're under age 59 and a half. So before you make any questionable investments with a self-directed IRA, you definitely want to check with a financial advisor or a tax advisor to ensure you don't inadvertently violate the account rules. All right, so let's talk about the self-directed IRA contribution and withdrawal rules. Basically, you can have a traditional self-directed retirement account, which is just like the regular ones that allows tax-deductible contributions and tax-deferred growth. Or you can have a Roth self-directed retirement account, which allows after-tax contributions and gives you tax-free growth. And a self-directed retirement account has all the same tax advantages and rules as its regular account equivalent. You know, it only differs in the types of investments that you can make. So for 2024, you can contribute up to $7,000 or $8,000 if you're over 50 to a traditional or Roth self-directed IRA. And there are also income limits for participating in a Roth self-directed IRA, just like with a regular Roth IRA. Now, if you're self-employed, you qualify for a self-directed retirement plan as well, and they come with much higher contribution limits that I'll cover in a moment. And when you reach age 73 or age 75, starting in the year 2033, you must take the required minimum distributions or RMDs from a traditional self-directed or regular IRA and pay income taxes. And the withdrawal amounts are going to change annually based on your account balance and a life expectancy table published by the IRS. So, you know, that's the same whether we're talking about a regular Uh, account or a self-directed account. However, there are no RMDs for a Roth uh, self-directed or regular IRA. 
And if you take distributions before age 59 and a half from a traditional or Roth account that were not previously taxed, you must pay income taxes plus a 10% penalty. So those are the same rules that apply to regular accounts. So just, you know, a brief review there of, of what they are. So let's talk about some of the pros and cons of a self-directed IRA. While these self-directed accounts have lots of advantages, you want to be sure to understand their downsides. So let's talk about their main advantages. There are pretty much three of them. One is choosing your own investments. You know, that's the main reason that you would have a self-directed account getting tax breaks on those investment earnings, and having as much diversification as you like. Those are the main upsides, and, you know, they're pretty significant. But the downsides of a self-directed IRA include these strict investing rules that I mentioned. They could be really easy to violate accidentally. And as I mentioned, that could jeopardize the very precious tax status of your account, making you responsible for income taxes plus a 10% penalty if you're younger than 59 and a half. Another con is that you may typically pay higher account fees with a self-directed account compared to a regular account, which certainly cuts into your earnings. But in my opinion, the most significant drawback of a self-directed retirement account is that many investments you might hold are not liquid. So, for example, you know, if you have a stock or an exchange-traded fund in your IRA and you need to sell it immediately because you're retired and you need income, or maybe you need to take a required minimum distribution after age 73, that's pretty easy to do. You know, you can sell a stock or an exchange-traded fund basically, you know, in a day. But let's say you own a business or a rental home or an apartment building inside your self-directed retirement account. Well, that could take years to sell depending on the market, right? And the penalty for failing to take a timely RMD is a hefty 25% of the amount you were required to take but didn't. Now, there is an exception that reduces the RMD penalty down to 10% if you do correct a shortfall within two years. You know, but again, you just don't know what the market might be like when it's time to sell those assets. So the bottom line is that when you have a self-directed retirement account with alternative investments that are not easily liquidated, you've got to create a careful strategy to sell them so that you comply with RMDs that begin after age 73. I mentioned that in addition to self-directed IRAs, there are self-directed accounts for the self-employed, and they're governed by the same IRS rules as for regular accounts, and they include a self-directed solo 401k. These are for small business owners with no full-time employees other than a spouse. You can also choose a self-directed SEP IRA. That's a retirement plan for small businesses with or without employees. I have a regular SEP IRA. And for 2024, the combined employer and employee contribution limits for these small business plans are $69,000 for a self-directed solo 401k or SEP IRA. And there is an additional $7,500 catch-up contribution allowed for solo 401k participants who are over age 50. So that brings the total to $76,500 
if you've got a solo 401k and are over 50. And many people don't realize that you can also have a self-directed health savings account, or HSA, that works just like a regular HSA, helping you cut healthcare expenses. But you do have to have an HSA-qualified health plan in the first place in order to have an HSA or a self-directed HSA. With these accounts, your contributions and earnings are tax-free if you use the funds for qualified expenses, like medical, dental, vision, hearing, and alternative care costs. If you're interested in opening a self-directed IRA or other retirement plan, they're available at many banks, credit unions, and other financial institutions. Some may specialize in offering accounts for specific alternative investments, like some just do cryptocurrency. Some may do precious metals and cryptocurrency, for instance. And they'll have a custodian who administers the account, holding your investments for safekeeping and ensuring that you comply with IRS rules. Once your self-directed retirement account is open, you can roll over funds from an existing retirement account or make a new contribution. So if you open a self-directed IRA, you could contribute $7,000 for the year or $8,000 if you're over 50, or you could roll over funds from an existing traditional IRA into the self-directed account. Then you can purchase any asset that is not prohibited. For instance, let's say you transferred $250,000 from a regular Roth IRA to a Roth self-directed IRA. You could use that money to buy a $200,000 rental property and list it on Airbnb. The expenses to repair and maintain the property would have to come exclusively from the self-directed IRA, and you'd have to deposit all profits that you made from that property back into the account. Remember that you could not benefit personally from the rental property in any way, or you would violate the account rules. Let's say you keep that rental property in your Roth self-directed IRA for 20 years before selling it and deciding that you want to retire. If its value appreciated from $200,000 when you bought it up to $500,000 at the time of sale, your $300,000 gain would be entirely tax-free. It's important to remember that neither a self-directed account institution or custodian can give you investment advice. So you want to do your own research quite carefully. Definitely consult with a financial or tax advisor, um, you know, before making any complex investments inside these accounts. Self-directed IRAs can be an excellent choice for savvy investors who deeply understand alternative investments and want more diversification, responsibility, and control than they get with conventional financial products. However, self-directed retirement accounts may be too advanced for novice investors who can certainly earn sufficient growth from a regular IRA with mainstream investments like mutual funds. If you're enjoying Money Girl, take a moment to let us know you're getting value from each weekly episode by rating and reviewing the show in your podcast app. I'll thank you in advance for that. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. 
Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg. Our director of podcasts is Brandon Gaitchus. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin. And our marketing assistant is Cameron Lacey. 